All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Today is Friday, the 12th of May. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. In major events you'll want to watch out for, the Supreme Court is hearing a plea by the Securities and Exchange Board of India, or SEBI, to give an extension on the submission of a report on the probe into allegations made by Hindenburg against the Adani Group. In the top news, following a landmark ruling by the Supreme Court yesterday, Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has said that the speed of work in the national capital will increase significantly. He said that his hands were earlier tied and also announced that the officers who obstructed the work of the people would soon face the music. If you missed it yesterday, a five-judge constitution bench of the Supreme Court had asserted that an elected government needs to have control over administration. The court said that the Union Territory of Delhi has a unique character and refused to agree with the 2019 judgment of Justice Ashok Bhushan that the Delhi government has no power over the issue of services. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court ruling asking the Maharashtra Speaker to decide on the disqualification of MLAs based on the whip issued by the Shiv Sena and not its legislative wing may see more court cases. The Thakare group considers the part of the ruling a huge win for the faction as it believes that the political wing of the party remains loyal to it, even though a majority of legislators are with Chief Minister Ekna Chinde currently. That's a report by the Economic Times. Now there's a buzz about Reliance Industries entering the automotive space. MG Motor India on Wednesday said that it plans to offer a majority stake to local partners and investors over the next two to four years as it looks to raise around 5,000 crore rupees and uh, this is in order to fund its next round of growth in the country. And there's speculation that Reliance Industries is one of the companies, one of the several companies that are in the fray. Big news for India's energy security. Oil and Natural Gas Corporation or ONGC has made important discoveries of oil and gas in two Mumbai offshore blocks in the Arabian Sea. The discoveries were made in the open acreage licensing policy block, according to a company statement, and as one of the largest importers of crude oil in the world, the discovery would help to reduce India's dependence on other producers. Now, in the telecom space, Reliance Geo Infocom and Bharti Airtel are gaining in equal measure at the expense of Vodafone Idea. The two operators added roughly a million subscribers each in February, even as Vodafone lost a little over 2 million users during that month, and that's according to the data released by the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India. In international news, Elon Musk has said that he will be stepping down from the top job at Twitter and will become its executive chair and chief technology officer. Musk said that a new chief executive officer would soon be appointed. He indicated that it would be a woman but refused to share a name and said that the new chief executive officer would start in about six weeks. Musk, remember, bought Twitter for $44 billion last October and indicated that he'd only be in charge for a limited time to complete an organizational overhaul. 
Since then, some Tesla shareholders have voiced displeasure, accusing him of spending too much time on commitments to his other companies. That's a Bloomberg report. Now, in major relief for Imran Khan, Pakistan's Supreme Court on Thursday declared the former Prime Minister's arrest illegal and ordered his immediate arrest after he was produced before a bench. The three-member bench, which included the Chief Justice, issued the verdict while hearing a petition against his arrest from the Islamabad High Court premises on Tuesday. Now, in international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed with the Dow and the S&P 500 dropping 0.2 and 0.7% respectively, and the Nasdaq gained 0.2%. And it's another mixed start in the Asia-Pacific region. Of the three early rises, the Nikkei 225 in Japan was higher by 0.8%, while the Australian benchmark was flat and the Kospi in South Korea was lower by 0.5% last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. What major cues are you focusing on at the end of the week? Could be consolidation on the cards? Morning, Alex. And yes, you would expect consolidation to be the order of the day, considering the fact that we have a major event outcome for the very short term, which might have a bearing on the markets on Monday. So doubt that people would really take too many risks and agreed that it doesn't have long term implications, maybe. But it does have short-term implications and therefore I reckon that the markets might be a bit quiet uh, ahead of the election verdict on Saturday. There's also some global news flow, by the way, not that it impact markets, but this Turkish election, etc. might all have a bearing on crude prices, maybe. Uh, but that notwithstanding, uh, I just think the Karnataka verdict keeps our markets quiet today. So under that backdrop, we're seeing some resilience by banking, which is actually a good thing. We're seeing some traction being seen in the quiet pocket of the consumers as well as cemented dealing rooms. Yesterday, for example, uh, Asian Paints had a strong move. Ultratech, I thought, had a decent move. Sagar Cements was up some 3%. So we're seeing, starting to see some of these consumer names and cement names, which are not participating at all, starting to come to the fore. And real estate being back in action two days on a trot now. We've seen that index being the best performing index. Uh, so pretty interesting what's happening there. Now, what about stocks to watch? It's a long list. Uh, Aisha Motors is certainly top of the pile, post its numbers. The numbers looked good, much ahead of estimates on most counts, if not all. And the con call also fairly positive. They expressed confidence about how Royal Enfield domestic demand is looking very resilient. There is a strong lineup of launches in Royal Enfield in FY24. They expect double-digit growth for the CV industry in FY24 as well. And then non-motorcycle revenue also grew at about 14%. Uh, so net-net, uh, it's, it's looking good for Royal Enfield. Uh, there's some talk of competition ahead, which might keep the gains subdued, but certainly a positive uh, delivery as well as the con call. Siemens, you could argue that the margins may have been a bit subdued, if you will, relative to what some of the other peers have done, but you have no question marks around uh, the performance of the company in quarter four, revenues up 27%, net profit up 38%. Certainly uh, a decent outing uh, given by Siemens in this quarter. And you would probably expect that uh, this one would actually do uh, really well um, in the session today. In fact, I read a Nuwama report which said that it's a solid contender for the upside surprise and how they've assigned peak cycle multiple of 64 times uh, for Siemens. And remember the UBS upgrade last time, 
Uh, Nuama now expects a 12-month price target of 4,400, valuing it at about 65 times. Just shows the comfort that people have in some of these uh, expensive capex cycle stocks. Mangalore Chemicals had a very strong quarter too. Revenues up 61%, EBITDA up 5x, net profit up 19x, should do well. Zensar, mixed quarter, revenues were down, but they did exceptionally well on the EBITDA front. 11.6% versus 9%, net profit up 55% quarter on quarter. Uh, well, good moves there, and you might see that stock to react positively, I would reckon, despite the revenue being flattish. MSCI additions, uh, MSCI changes, so HAL, Sona BLW, as well as MAX being added. Adani Total, Adani Transmission and Industars being deleted and you will probably see some of these stocks react accordingly. ONGC has discovered oil and gas reserves in the Amrit and the Munga exploration blocks. That one could have a bit of an impact. Mahindra and Mahindra has had a fairly decent month of April. That one could see some uptick. Sales increase 40% for M&M and therefore watch out for that. And GMR Infra, passenger traffic at five airports up, up about 33%. And I remember they had positive news flow in terms of how in the Bangalore airport as well, uh, Fairfax is going to increase the stakes. So do watch out for that. Last but not the least, very quickly, uh, the telephone or the telecom subscription numbers and Jio and Bharati kept on, kept on gaining, Vodafone kept on losing. Pretty interesting what's happening there. Well, with that, um, it's, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend ahead.